G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, one of Australia's theatre production companies has come up with an especially engaging presentation that will really get you thinking. Clock and Spiel Productions has dramatised two great minds engaging with great questions about life. Can you imagine a conversation between psychoanalyst Sigmund Freud and one of the greatest Christian minds of the 20th century, C.S. Lewis? Well, it's an unusual conversation as we talk to the actor and producer Yannick Laurie about his latest production that dramatises great minds and great questions. Yannick Laurie, who was behind last year's Screwtape Letters, plays the role of C.S. Lewis in this latest production. Yannick is joining us. Hello, Yannick. Welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. Pleasure to be here. Yannick, you do like to choose theatre productions that have a deeper meaning and especially engaging on these issues that Christians are particularly interested in talking about. Uh, how did you come to a point where you chose to do Freud's last session? Well, as you said there, Neil, our theatre company, Clock and Spiel Productions, put on the uh, first ever production of the Screwtape Letters in Australia. It was a a, a show, a a book that my business partner, the very talented Hayley McQueen, had wanted to uh, put on stage in Sydney for many years. Um, And thankfully, we believe God brought us together in a a previous production, uh, and we found out that we shared a Christian faith and decided that we would have a go at putting Screwtape on stage. It really seemed to connect not only with a Christian audience and people who were uh, fans of what I understand is called theo-philosophy, uh, but also with non-Christians who I think were intrigued by the fact that there are people uh, who are fully rational, who believe that there is a, a spiritual dimension to life, and were willing to put that on stage, um, staged professionally and with credibility, uh, and putting forward, I think, a, a, a view of life which people were, were very intrigued to know more about. So we had, obviously, a, a, a Christian audience, but also an intrigued um, audience that we think are probably seeking real truth. And as we were trying to come up with the logical next step for our theatre company, we thought, why not find a story which focuses on the creator of Screwtape? And we happened upon Freud's last session, uh, this excellent play where C.S. Lewis and Sigmund Freud meet in a fictitious uh, situation. They were contemporaries in terms of they, they were alive at the same time, but this meeting never happened. It's an imagined meeting about how Freud and Lewis would come together and express their very opposing worldviews to see if there was any common ground between them. Yannick, from what I can glean, while they didn't know each other and they were contemporaries, uh, it was C.S. Lewis who lived longer than Freud, but from what I understand, the early years of C.S. Lewis, where he was a confirmed atheist, 
really were influenced by Freud. Uh, how have you, in your research, uh, come to grips with uh, where this connection is that all of a sudden Lewis takes on a whole different dimension to his thinking about these meaningful topics? In the play, Freud's last session, you get a wonderful insight into C.S. Lewis's conversion. Uh, he even speaks to Freud at the beginning, uh, saying that he had read a good deal of his work, uh, that when he was uh, at university, not as a don, as he was later in life, but as a student himself, there's a line in the play which uh, says that he fought to find his, uh, uh, he fought to discover the perversions of man and, and create his own. However, then when he was in his 30s, uh, in the play, we see him at age 40, so before he'd written the majority of his uh, theological apologetic novels. Um, but uh, he talks about the fact that his contemporary at Oxford, uh, J.R. Tolkien, had tried to get him to see um, who the God of the Bible was, and that also uh, another of his contemporaries who was a confirmed atheist, that person isn't mentioned by name in the script, um, but said that the Gospels uh, were anything but a fiction. Uh, he just chose not to believe um, the outworking of, of, of who Jesus claims to be or who God says that Jesus is in those Gospels. So that sent C.S. Lewis on a voyage of discovery to, 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 to think, well, if the Gospels are not fiction, uh, then are the claims that they make um, worth investigating? The interesting story that comes up is that C.S. Lewis was on a journey to the to the zoo with his brother. He was traveling in the sidecar of his brother's motorbike and uh, thinking on this question, having done lots of research, trying to, to satisfy himself that whilst the accounts of Jesus might be uh, not fiction, the claims of Jesus were, uh, he said uh, just a moment of revolution, uh, revelation going over a bump in the road in the sidecar of his brother's motorcycle made him realize as he saw the world coming into view, uh, that the claims that Jesus made were true, and therefore he changed his life completely, uh, had a conversion experience, uh, not, not dissimilar to Paul's experience on the road to Damascus, uh, where he saw for himself that Jesus was the Son of God, and then his life's work, and in this particular meeting with Freud, in Freud's last session, he tried to convince others, which he would then do for the rest of his life, of this truth and hope that he himself has found. Well, that's amazing to hear of just how that conversion experience happened with C.S. Lewis. And mm -hmm. so your production, Freud's Last Session, picks up at Britain entering World War II, and Freud and Lewis clash on these big and deep subjects. You've got love, sex salvation and the meaning of life and all of this in the setting in the play just days before Freud was to actually take his own life uh, so there really is a certain intensity no doubt about the dialogue yes absolutely Neil uh, it's, uh, it's been expertly written by Mark St Germain and it won an off-Broadway award in 2011 and I think because Obviously, seeing two men on stage expressing their deeply held, robust, opposing worldviews might sound a bit heavy 
But what has been brilliant about this play and why we are so excited to present it to audiences in Sydney later this year uh, is because Mark St. Germain has made the setting really immediate, really urgent. It is the day that Neville Chamberlain makes the announcement confirming that England has, uh, the United Kingdom has entered the Second World War. And Freud is dealing with a very nasty case of oral cancer. And he uh, is uh, he divulges to Lewis during that that he has made a pact with his doctor that he will not see his life through to the end and, and suffer. Lewis obviously expresses a, a very Christian concern around that. Um, and there's also um, uh, potential air raids that, that are happening uh, as the uh, as the British uh, military aircraft begin to fly out. Uh, that awakens some almost PTSD-like symptoms from Lewis, who served in the First World War. Uh, and Freud is obviously dealing with great amounts of pain with the prosthetic that he has in his mouth uh, to enable him to function at a normal level despite his illness. So there are lots of things in play, both outside the, the, the action on stage and inside uh, the play itself, that make it very vital. And I think we've probably all had that experience for those of your listeners who are uh, are of the Christian faith, and also for those who are are investigating and interested, I think we all have those moments in life where urgency, immediacy, um, uh, situations outside of our control, and the things that we're dealing with mean that our faith and our deeply held views are really put into practice, are really uh, brought into perspective as the rubber hits the road. And that's exactly what's happening on stage for both of these men, having to defend their their, their life uh, choices and their world views. And it makes for very, very exciting uh, development for me as an actor on stage and my co-star, Nicholas Papadimitriou, um, and also, we, we believe, a really exciting ride for the audience who will be wrestling with the same questions that Lewis and Freud are wrestling with on stage. Well, you're certainly whetting the appetites of people who <laughs> love to go to the theatre because all of those different dimensions are very, very important. And, of course, you'll be tackling some of the deepest questions of the human experience. And, mm. uh, and from what I understand, uh, powerful, daring, deeply human, uh, ways to describe uh, the dialogue in the play, uh, but also filled with humour and with hope. Uh, and I imagine that uh, while there will be moments of sadness, no doubt, in this production, those moments of hope and those moments of humour will be a very good balance. Absolutely. I think... Uh I think there are some deep questions discussed and, uh, and obviously two men who have a very, very different views, uh, coming into conflict means that there's, there's, there's lots of opportunity for dramatic intrigue, but there is a good deal of, of humor. Uh, Lewis within the, the play makes fun of, uh, Freud's slightly, uh, Germanic, uh, sense of humor, which he describes as being as funny as dissecting frogs. And Freud also points out sometimes um, uh, some of the uh, some some of the flaws in in Lewis's thinking, or at least if not flaws, then some of the questions I, I think that I've had to face in in my own journey as a Christian with uh, non-believers saying, well. Um, how can you talk about the, the, the sovereignty of God and, and predestination? And what I do like about this piece is that Lewis doesn't necessarily always have the answers 
but he is always willing to give an account of the hope that he has, and he does that very eloquently. So it shows two people, two great minds, broken down, and their, their very humanity, which does, of course, involve plenty of humor along the way, uh, making it, I think, a very palatable, in fact, more than palatable, uh, a really enjoyable experience, both for me as an actor on stage and, and hopefully our audiences will come to see the show. And I imagine, Yannick, it is a way for people who will go and see this theatre production of introducing a sense Christian thinking into a secular culture because uh, Freud is part of that sort of foundation uh, but to be able to bring Christian thinking in uh, the relevance of what is part of the dialogue no doubt is just as powerful today as it was back then Yes, and Hayley and I who formed Hockenspiel Productions three years ago that's exactly what we want to do we believe that at the moment um, I, I think events over the last three years, not only in Australia but on the world stage, show that voicing a belief in any absolute truth or a belief in, uh, in, in true moral values is deeply unpopular. In many, many ways, when you defend the Christian position on a range of issues uh, in everyday interactions with other people at work, socially, etc., etc., it can be very difficult. People will switch off almost immediately. And um, part of our vision for Cotton Spiel Productions is we aim to put on works that, that, that push people towards considering a Christian worldview. If they're not always gospel-centric, we at least want them to be gospel-honoring. Um, what we'd like to, what we believe is that the theatre is one of the last forums where controversial views can be aired where people can hear the Christian worldview presented very rationally, very calmly um, uh, very clearly and begin to, to, to respond at a, at a head level and possibly even a heart level um, in the neutrality of that space. So this is very much what we believe Freud's last session will do we think it will be a great opportunity for people people like me who have a good deal of friends of, of different faiths and persuasions to come and begin those conversations uh, about about the things that matter deeply to all of us, uh, matters of eternity, matters of God and matters of where we place our hope. Well, Yannick, let me let listeners in on how they can see this production. And there will be those who will be very disappointed because they're nowhere near Sydney, uh, those who are <laughs> interstate. But, uh, Yannick, let me say it's Freud's last session. Uh, it is being presented by Clock and Spiel Productions. That's your production company. It's going to be on mm -hmm. the 30th of October uh, to the 10th of November. Now, that's at the Reginald Theatre, the Seymour Centre in Chippendale. Now, how do you get a ticket? If you're Sydney side, uh, you'll be able to get a ticket from the SeymourCentre.com website. So SeymourCentre.com. And uh, just a, a reminder, it's the 30th of October through till the 10th of November. Uh, Freud's last session, Yannick Laurie plays... The role of C.S. Lewis in this particular production, which features dialogue between C.S. Lewis and psychoanalyst Sigmund Freud. Uh, Yannick, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and all the best for the production when it finally hits the stage coming at the end of October. Neil, a pleasure. God bless. 
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.